Shut up, guys. Shut up. Shut up. Energy. <laughs> shut up, Bieber. Shut up. Okay. Raj had no reaction. Didn't I fuck you last week? Stop wasting my dick time. This is seriously Seagal. Oh no! Welcome to Seriously Seagal, episode twelve. We are getting deep and getting serious about the films of Steven Seagal. Uh, we just watched the twenty thirteen film, if you can call it that, Force of Execution. Director oh Keone Waxman, masterpiece. Our good friend uh, Keone. Uh, yeah, shout out to you, Keone. We're excited. We're about to get deep into a trilogy of Seagal films that includes uh, this film, Force of Execution. As well as a good man, which is a prequel to this. Let's, let's hold off movie. on the on the. And then, oh, I yeah. can't even try to explain it. We've tried yeah. to explain it to let's, each other let's several wait times. Let's to explain all that later. Let's first introduce ourselves. Yeah, what for do you think, listeners? Let's get into it. Uh, this is P Bear, the drummer for the Van Buren's, seated across to me from uh, to my left in his classic. Everybody knows about it. Lowe's the blanket store blanket. Dude, this thing survives a dryer, too. It's pretty solid, i got to be honest. <laughs> it looks as fresh as the first day you had it. Um, but this is the flavor, a.k.a. Brown Man, sax player for the Van Buren's. Across from me, of course, looking also pretty fucking awesome in his blanket mm. of his own. That Smitty man on the helm. <laughs> How's your podcast nose, Mr. Smitty? Uh, it's pretty good. It's Mr. not Smitty really there just, today. Mr. Smitty just got back from Spain. Yeah, right? Club Madrid. Yeah, the Madrid we, Lounge, rather. We saw a little bit of that today. And hey, who else do we have do in we the got? room today? What do we got? Um, we got a friend <laughs> and very dear, dear roommate of ours. Yes. <laughs> One of our dearest roommates. I do have hooves. Um, and podcast host himself of Heater's Gonna Heed. Heater's Gonna Heed. Who do we got here? Introduce yourself. Uh, Big Bro Max. First time, long time, the bad boy of the upstairs. Oh, there we yeah. go. Third floor baby. Watch Smitty, out. I anticipated your podcast nose, and I filled the house with toilet paper. <laughs> oh, well, I, I appreciate that. It is Thank really you. nice. Thank you. Yeah. We are living like kings right now. We're lousy paper with was. TP. Hey, Big Bro Max, what is your Seagal history going into the watch of this film with Ooh, us tonight? Let me tell you. Uh, I wasn't a virgin, but uh-huh. I, it's, it's, not, it's almost as if I'd fingered a lady, but yep. hadn't gone all the way. Oh, Has that metaphor ever mm, been used on this show? Yeah. No, I don't. I'm not yeah, sure. Maybe two episodes know, yeah. ago, episode okay. ten. With our, hey, listeners, okay. go back and listen to all of our episodes. <laughs> and for tell that us what one you think. reference, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. With another dear roommate of ours who had a very similar backstory. <laughs> indeed, indeed. You've seen Executive Decision, right? Is that it? We saw yeah. exec- uh, Executive Decision together. We did a f- episode, a faux episode. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, it uh, it was something. It was not unlike this movie. It, it, just a question, real quick. Did you ever watch Seagal movies with with your uh, Papadopoulos back in the day? No, Papadopoulos schooled me on a lot of things. Early, early Mel Brooks. Okay. Oh, uh, Carlin. Oh, early. Okay. So okay, he okay, showed like me some shit. Seven words you can't say on uh, television. Something yeah. like that. I yeah. believe that's uh, how I that like went. That. On a podcast, um, it's an old bit. Uh, no, I'd never, uh, he, he, he got me on a lot of things. Seagal was never one of them. But action movies were, he dipped me in. But like, I, I only Von saw Dumb. the first Die Hard. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? So I, I did no martial pool. arts movies. No. Per se. Okay. No. Okay. I showed him Ip Man. Oh, nice. There you and go. And he loved it. Donnie what, Yen. What about like Bruce Lee shit? Nope. Wow. Nope. Okay. For me personally, just no. Divorced of my father, mm-hmm. just n- not not really schooled in the martial yeah. arts movies. Okay, I so you're going them. into it yeah, pretty definitely. fresh then. Tonight. I enjoyed them, and I watched this movie, and I still would love to see one. 
You gotta watch a proper Seagal That's, movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah no. would you, Raj, would you say this was not a proper Seagal no, movie tonight? No, this is not a proper <laughs> no Seagal movie. Smitty agreeing that this was. You a know, it's sad. It's it's ridiculous. We went from we were so excited the last few weeks. That's why I had to pick this movie because I was like, we need to do do one that'll break our spell of Seagal and and still force us to keep our love of him. Well, I noticed we time. we went from 1994 <laughs> to 2004 from episode uh, 10, 10 to 11, and, and now we're in. 13, 13. Yeah. Yep, I did that on purpose. It, <laughs> <laughs> the puppet master, <laughs> Brown Man. Um, yeah, this was a pretty painful watch. You would you would say that, Smitty? Yeah, it was. Uh, Yet somehow I don't even know enjoyable because we it. had the I, subtitles. <laughs> yeah, we had subtitles on. This movie's on Netflix. Go watch it, you guys. Yeah, two stars on Netflix. I dare you. It was so much fun to have the subtitles on because Seagal was whispering again. I mean, hey, classic overcooked in, in a Cajun accent. Yeah, what was that? I, I wanted don't to ask know. you guys. I gotta say, it was it was. I, I already said Cajun. So. Uh, uh, well, here's here's my suspicion is that he found out that his co-star was Ving Rhames. Yeah. So he he did what he and did. Danny Trejo. So he mixed the two accents. <laughs> Spoiler alert! He had to alert. try his African American yeah, and his Hispanic accents, and he combined them. And I don't know. I th- I think my favorite subtitles throughout the film were uh, Goons Yell. Oh, that was in beautiful. In parentheses, and then also in parentheses, Karen moans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nice, nice. Really let us know what was Smitty, going on yeah, there. Yeah, really yeah, painted yeah. the picture for the deaf people yeah. out there. <laughs> um, oh, here's here's a, my summation of this movie. Can, yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong here. I it, wouldn't be able to. Yeah, it's impossible. <laughs> I know, right? Your guess is as good as mine. One sentence. guess is as good as mine. Yeah, high fives going around the room. Yeah. We are all Holy this movie shit. is uncomprehensible. We are confused, yeah. we are flummoxed, we're befuddled. This is this is a tough one. Okay. A drug lord continues to run his empire. I'm listening. That's yeah. it. That's the oh. movie. Is that what yep, just yep, that is the movie, isn't it? <laughs> From Seagal's point of view. Yeah. That's yep. Ving Rames comes at him. Attempts to take some turf, some territory was, from him, yeah. and then he doesn't. I remember when we took a break in this movie, I was telling Max that this movie is essentially the bad guys are always like planning to kill each other, yes. and their henchmen <laughs> are actually killing each other for yes. no reason. While the bad guys continue to operate for no, like just as if nothing's happening, and You're everyone else is dying. Right. The eighty percent of this, this one, movie is guys this having. This one guy gets his hands stuff. broken repeatedly for what? Like n- nothing. He just <laughs> he just wanders around like a homeless person for the rest like forty five <laughs> minutes to an hour of doing nothing. And it's like that's what you get for being as part of his plot. Max, you are right. It is just meetings. It's all meetings. Threatening to kill each other. Yeah. And Raj, as you said, this, the underlings on the street guy. killing each other. Yeah. And this one guy and getting this his hands. One broken. guy just getting shit on this entire movie. And you think. He thinks maybe I'll get with this like blonde diner chick. Oh nope! It turns out that's Alexander's girl. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> there's so many ridiculous characters. Let's actually get into our first segment to right. explain Let's some of these people. It. Let's guys, talk about the guys, Keith David non-Seagal I'm MVP. Oh. I'm excited. I'm ready. I am so fucking Max, you're about already. to meet yeah, Keith David. Smitty, Smitty, take me there. Hey, Keith's taking a shit right now. Right, bring oh. that. Keith David non-Seagal MVP. Oh yeah. This movie wasn't great. Hey, Keith, great. come out of the bathroom, man. We need you. <laughs> This house is loaded with TP. Max, who was your Keith David non Seagal MVP for this episode? Uh, I'm gonna have to say the dude, uh, the, the the main character, because it wasn't Seagal. Hurst. 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 Yeah, he was like Hutch, he was Hutch. like the main character. He he was. Seagal's he did a pretty good job with the broken hands. Exactly. Upon first glance, he was wearing a duster-like outfit, which immediately drew my my eye. Oh, hey, nice duster you got. That. That's a sweet duster. I like this. <laughs> uh, and he, I at first I was like, who's this poor man's Chris Moltisante? And uh, 
Then he kind of turned into like uh, Colin Farrell, but American. Sure, sure. <laughs> Raj loves this. <laughs> I like Colin. But Farrell. then as then as Raj let me know, I'll say that I a phone booth is ben great. Listen. I still stand behind Ben Affleck. But then as Raj said, uh, he turned into a Van Damme like aspect of the. Oh movie. yeah. So all acting we'll went out the window that later for sure. But that's your MVP then. Uh, yeah, he did great uh, Dead played, Hands, the whole movie. Played very capably by Bren Foster. And yeah, this movie is basically about this guy because Seagal can't fight anymore. If I can, if I can quote Danny Trejo, just to sum up my opinion of this man's performance. Only if you do it in a terrible accent. Please do, compare. Not bad for a cripple. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yes, this guy's, the main character's hands are beaten mercilessly in a torture scene at the beginning of the yep, movie. Yep, and yep. he... I felt like they could have done this a little bit stronger. We're doing this thing of he's fighting without using his hands the entire time. Sure. Except he does seem to use his hands kind a few of. times. Yeah. It's hard. You know, that scene particularly, I'll get into this when we talk Neeks. I'll get into this when we talk Neeks. But there's a difference. They didn't do a good job in that first scene. The second fight scene after that, they did a good job of showing how he kind of uses his hands without using specifically, like, he uses arms without using his hands. So right. He, used, he did some like elbow elbows hooks and, and shoulders and like some of his blocks. We'll these talk are neeks, about. though. We're, these are neeks, right? We're not. I mean, we're not let's, I mean, <laughs> Brown man. Hey, hey, man. It's because hey, Keith's taking a ship and he usually keeps the order in the room, man. Keith. Yeah. Where's Keith? Get, who's your non-Segal MVP? Uh, come back to me. Come back to me. I'm, Mr. Smitty, I who's your non-Segal MVP? I, I have one. I'm thinking. Hold on. Uh, it would have to be Oso played by Danny Trejo. Oh, so nice. capable. Yeah. Oh, so Well, good. basically, if you think about it, he's the one who gives. Um, he's the one who gives Hearst the use of his hands back, mm-hmm. and Hearst comes gives in and saves his day. Start. You know, for some backup. So that's that's a pretty important plot point right he there. Is, that I think he we is can't forget about. Knowledgeable of scorpions. He's he's a Mexican witch doctor. Is he, is the he? poisons <laughs> will reset his bones to even stronger. Than they were before. Yeah, but hey first he has to make sure that they're rebroken. Yeah, that was <laughs> ridiculous. That scene, and he didn't seem to really even know what he was doing. He didn't nope. seem sure of himself in his. He was just at like a, he had like a hammer in like the back of a chisel and was going at this at Hearst's fingers, mm-hmm. dulling the chisel. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Some low quality chiseling. We've seen Seagal weld. We've seen Danny Trejo chisel now at this it's point. True, it's true. Um, I got one. Who who you got? My Seagal MVP, you're going to have to pay attention to this movie to get it, is the guy who shows up to help dig the supposedly dead (laughs) hearse down and gets his motorbike stolen and the shit beat out of him for it. (laughs) For no reason, just other than to help his dear friend who called him up and said, hey, I need to dig a dead body. And only brought one shovel too. Do you think that's how, so how that phone friend, call went? Yeah, he's like, "Hey, come help me out. I got some, you know, I got." This. He's like, "All right, you got a car. He's hey gonna man, bring the shovels." You, can you do me a His favor? His friend shows up with one shovel, a guy who's not dead and can beat the shit out of both these people, <laughs> and somebody who's gonna steal his bike along with it. So you know what? Hats off to that guy. Yeah, serious. He didn't even want to be. He was not even part of this. <laughs> like, why did that happen? That was a serious pee bear in the Brown Man situation. Who was who in that one? Yeah. They were the best actors uh, in the movie. That <laughs> was the best acting in the entire movie. I feel like you movie. would be the guy who shows up in the motorbike because I would just not realize that the guy was dead and call you into the situation where you just get the shit kicked out of you <laughs> and your bike stolen. You're like, why did you call me here, brown man? I'm like, I-, I thought he was dead. I've also seen P-Bear ride a bike at the circus. <laughs> I was wearing my little fez. <laughs> Have you ever seen me whip out my chainsaw and then immediately get chainsawed myself? <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a non-moving chain blade. And you're, yes. Yeah. Did you notice how that guy also ran and hid in the car for the remainder of that scene while his buddy gets beat yeah. up? Yes. It he was ran, 
Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, well, didn't he? I mean, he died, right? He basically just tried to flee and then kind of like started bleeding out <laughs> right. and crashed the car. And they he like the rolled the car. Like he drove <laughs> yeah. like 20 feet yeah. and then just like rolled the car over. He was in a desert and he <laughs> yeah. rolled off like a six foot cliff. A, yeah. Like a yeah. sand yeah. dune, more yeah. like. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, he had headlights. It was more of like a mound. Than <laughs> yes, anything he does. Else. <laughs> Death be a mound. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it was unfortunate. That was some bad, bad guy work, we must say. Yeah. That, that was one of the more pathetic scenes uh, we have but, witnessed. Um, that's my MVP. My MVP is Ving Rhames. Oh, good that's call. a good one. Okay. A- AKA the Iceman. Ice. Yeah, he lets you know you that that's his name. You can call him Ice. You can call him Ice. <laughs> yeah. And he, he is the impetus and the antagonist of this film. Again, if you can call it a film. Um, you just call him impotent? Huh? That's what I heard. I don't think so, man. <laughs> why, why? I don't Explain think why. so. I called him the impetus, but explain Dude, why that you don't. A man think he's who walks into around with that kind of confidence does not have impotence. <laughs> Fucking all those prostitutes. Dude, Dude, the scene where Seagal Seagal's got three prostitutes yes, at a time. Yeah. The scene where Seagal There's meets no Hurst. question about his impotence or not. But <laughs> are they prostitutes? They're definitely in love with him. That's true. They are his girls. They're prostitutes, but they give the money back. Yeah, <laughs> I think would They're be like, probably no, no, how he Mr. wrote Seagal, it. You love me so good. So Seagal, so Seagal is set up as <laughs> as this kingpin, Mister Alexander, and we see oh, Mister Alexander's talked about quite a bit in this movie. Seagal is not in this movie as much as it's probably like a maximum. But not as conviction. little as not as little as maximum conviction. It's more. Similar. No, I'd say more than that. There's a maximum long... conviction. He was gone for a while. Yeah. Here, there's re- he's gone, but there's repeated clips back to him of just not doing much. But there's clips of him still. <laughs> this yes. one, they check in with him more. I feel like throughout <laughs> yes. the whole thing. Yeah. But it, I, yeah, I, it's very similar that they it's, right, it's right, not right. quite. They're not the central character. Yeah. But one thing no I did dubbing notice, over though, which is good. Sorry, one go thing ahead. I did notice is that his his first name is Alexander. Wait, what? Yes. Really? His name is Alexander Coates. No. Yes. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. Wait, what? That's what he's listed in the credits. <laughs> yeah. So when they're calling him like Mr. Alexander, it's, it's just like, like a, their Mr. First name. It's yeah. like Mr. Max. Yeah. Mis- yes, yeah. exactly. Mr. Flavor. It's, it's guys, no. it's exactly like yeah. that. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I always thought that was just strange. It's like if was people that like called a you thing Mr. Of... Papa instead of Mr. Bear. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fucked up. Was that just a power move? <laughs> or like, or like kind of like a tongue in cheek, like. You know all these, or was he trying all to be like fools around him, or calling? Or was he trying crazy, to like stay in Mr. touch Name? with his like Thai roots, where they like call you by your last name first or your first name last? Or his Thai like, roots. <laughs> remember in the movie, he said that's where he learned to do all his bad stuff. Man, weren't you paying attention? He did. I he was did, paying attention. Yeah. He does. <laughs> he does. Every single movie, shit. He gives lip service to having a dark past. He and does here it. It was in Thailand. Can I say something about his? Yeah. The opening monologue. Sure. First things. So. He starts it off, and he's basically speaking folklore about the legend of who he is and how he got oh, to definitely. be the man. Classic Seagal. And then as... Uh, Usually he has somebody else do it for him, though. That's true. It yeah. takes, a father exposition type. <laughs> after he drops like the first two lines, yeah. he changes the way he's speaking and immediately starts dropping and... uh. And he goes, mm-hmm. he starts, he, he you know, might as well start... I don't have exactly what it was. He's so. improvising clearly. Right. He doesn't know the lines. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Stephen. He, I, hey, listen, it's fine. I a lot of times don't know my lines, mm-hmm. which is you know I've got them in front of me, and I barely we have know. the script for this podcast right in front of us. We're just reading it <laughs> verbatim. But it's, it, exactly. it starts, you know, a lot of men don't know or whatever the fuck, and right. then it, and uh, it was like 
if, if this is written, like four or five hit teams. Mm-hmm. Like you aren't calculated. This that isn't gonna bode you're, well. You're for an you. elite X, blah blah blah. Yeah. You got to know exactly the numbers, not four or five. Uh, this is not yeah. off to a credible start for you, sir. No, not at all. <laughs> the scene where he's um, talking about his guns as well was clearly improvised, mm. and he keeps just talking about his probably Steven Seagal's personal relationship with these guns. <laughs> I don't, I don't mean he to take it guns. again, but that I do have something written about that scene. What do you got? So that scene, he starts off by saying that the first gun is wide-bodied. Yes, it's not. <laughs> totally. Uh, Raj knows. Raj knows something about this man and his techniques. I know something about guns. Uh-huh. That is not a wide body gun. Well, Seagal's use of of firearms in film is not a, a totally credible thing. It's also, ridiculous because he, he uses so mean, many of them. It's like, how do you not know how to do this? And he by sells now? guns in Russia, dude. He's uh, a, what? He's a, yeah, dude. Seagal sells guns. This episode of this podcast is brought to you by Steven Seagal Firearms. He's an arms dealer in yeah. Russia. He, he is. <laughs> Look it up. Does, Google that he shit. Is. Does he use the technique? I believe it. Does he use the technique when he's selling an AK or, or whatever? I just don't understand selling. how he doesn't know how to hold or shoot guns if he's been in so many movies with guns. He's a special so guy. All right. So what what is this? Okay. So essentially, yeah. Steven Seagal is this kingpin. And Ving Mr. Rames, Alexander, yeah, Mr. Coates. Alexander. Basically, Ving Rhames is trying to move in on his territory. That's well, the plot of this uh, movie. The beginning of the movie, just real quick. Ving Rhames, uh, they're, they're both setting up a hit in prison. Yep. Yeah. And they use uh, Hansi McGee, uh, Hurst. What were we calling him for a while? Hurst. Uh, Hutch. 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 <laughs> yeah, I like Hutch. Yeah. They use Hutch as their as their go to assassin. Yeah. We suspect that Hutch has some kind of a background with Mr. Alexander. Perhaps we'll see that in a good man. Perhaps. Or mercenary absolution. Mercenary I hope colon so. absolution. <laughs> um, there's this prison scene where Ving Rames tells Hutch to kill the wrong guy. Yeah. Yeah. And because of that, the fallout from that is that all these people are Seagal is blamed for screwing things up in this hit. And Seagal gives Hutch. him up, gives yeah. Hutch up to Ving Rhames. Yeah, they torture him by breaking his hands sure. with a baseball bat. Indeed. Then we cut to six months later. Six months later. What a beautiful time it is. What a beautiful day. Michael Bublé, check it out. Michael yeah. Bublé, it's a wonderful day. Is that it's a Bublé? Yeah, it's off of his new uh, latest album, Nice Boobs. <laughs> I wish that's what it was called. He's actually playing a new album this year, too, so let's hope that comes out. Buble just had a child. We're very proud of Buble. Dude, Buble is the best. Hey, come uh, visit us. Um, and we meet Danny Trejo six yeah. months later. He, what is Danny? Tre- Danny Trejo owns he's a, a trash man. No, he's not a trash <laughs> man, but we only see him <laughs> yeah. taking out garbage. Yes, he has the whole movie is yes. taking out garbage. <laughs> he has like some sort of janitorial, like, janitorial <laughs> position at a diner. <laughs> Is right. it a diner where or a the bar? only other person? Like, is it's a diner. Place? It's where the only other person that works is the waitress. Yes. Yeah. And is he? Does he cook? Because he has the, an apron, but he's only taking trash. He's out. the cook because one thing I noticed is that when those thugs come in and she's like, "All right, well, that's gonna be like blah 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 extra because I had to make um, my oh, guy yeah. here two in hours the back of wait over two hours of overtime." Oh uh, yeah. So that's oh, also the only he says, thing "I'm that, a cook." At one point, remember when he laughs and he's just like, "I'm just a cook." Oh yeah, yeah. Just like Casey Ryback. Yeah, I was. I, oh my I, goodness! Was paying attention when I said that? <laughs> no, we were literally nobody paid attention when I said that during the movie. What's that? I when was he was like, to... "I'm a cook," and you and I was like, "Like under I was siege. in and out. Oh. Is somebody <laughs> talking right now? <laughs> Smitty was paying the most Hilarious. attention out of all yeah. of us. And <laughs> nothing was caught. I yeah. literally have no idea what happened in this movie. <laughs> so this movie felt like the first forty-five of forty-five minutes of executive decision. The one. 
uh, past cast that I was in. Yes. And we stopped it as soon as as soon as Steven Skull died. Right. Spoiler why, alert. Why watch any further? There's no reason. Yeah, no reason at all. Yeah, because we want to watch a Kurt Russell movie. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Uh, but it felt like that, except I feel like we got way more closure in the end of executive decision when we stopped the movie 45 minutes in 45 minutes in yeah Uh, i feel like that made more sense it did it made so much more sense i couldn't understand the stakes of this movie Uh, uh, karen the shoehorned in love interest was i didn't she was suddenly the hostage girl i I don't understand how that had anything to do with no need for that character there yeah it was just like pointless uh, she got pretty messed up during that whole movie too but okay, so Danny Trejo is taking out the trash. We'll say this just as it happens many times in the movie. We cut back to a scene of Danny Trejo taking out garbage. They clearly had know, this one set with Danny Trejo. I don't know what the kind yeah. of business they're doing. How much? Like how many people go through that diner to generate that kind of trash? Like, no one. They must no be one. millionaires. And he also alludes a lot of to fucking trash. <laughs> He he alludes to something that or everyone hates their food and they just throw away the plates. His special sauce or his secret ingredient or something, and we think that's going to come back, but I I don't think it does. I don't think it did. Um, but oh yeah, yeah, scorpion waste. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, the scorp scorpion. Oh right, it was a scorpion. (laughs) It's just bags full of scorpions. It's just dead scorpions. (laughs) That's what it was. No, it was a box of scorpions. That's what it was. That's the most horrifying garbage you could ever root through. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Um. Yeah, eat those right into the mic there. Those yeah. <laughs> eat those right into the mic. Hey, you know what those snaps and crunches remind me of? I though? don't know, Raj. What do you think? They remind me of flavors of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself. This is snapping with Smitty. Hit that fucking music, Smitty. That was the best segue of all time. Snapping. You're welcome. Snapping with Smitty. You're welcome, bro. With you want to fuck Smitty? You want a rice cake, bro? Yeah. Get those motherfucking rice kicks in my mic. <laughs> Snap it with Smitty. Hey, Over did I miss my segment? <laughs> Keith, Keith, Keith go, dude, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Keith. dude. Sorry, we did it early, man. You missed it, dog. I had some diarrhea. <laughs> Bad Chinese. <laughs> uh, talk about flavors of the world. All right. Okay, so this week. All right. So right in the beginning, we get one arm snap. And a next snap on this guy Sasha, right? The very first guy. scene, yeah, very first, first mistake, se- very first scene. First Seagal, mistake. Seagal kills one of his uh, goons. Yeah, and um, is isn't Sasha Russian for Alexander? I believe oh, is it? It's is that true? Po- it's possible. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think there's some irony. How do you going know that? Um, You're a bear. But man. Any, so so we'll I had those two. And How does then, a bear know this thing? And then later on in the movie, I thought there was one other questionable Seagal snap. I, it was t- towards the end in the scene, the big battle at the house. Okay, um, back at his place when he, yeah, he the drug lord, defends his It was like, manner. it sounded like it snapped, but then the guy was back up using arms and still like... That's I, right, I, that's right. So I only counted two Seagal snaps, but Hearst got in there pretty good with okay. some snaps of his own. He had uh, um, a neck snap at the prison, right, mm-hmm. when he... Uh, entered there in the beginning when he yeah, killed the wrong guy. Um, he also had one in an alley, and I believe there was one at the strip club as well. Wait, so does that bring us to five? Five. T- I usually only count Seagal's, okay. but in this case, I'm well, going to make an exception here. Okay. okay. Calling I think an audible. Like it. Hey, so we got, his own we had five, five today. That puts us over. over. Oh, we're over we're for all you over. gambling people. Oh! oh so right. have any music Smitty, can I ask five a question? Yeah, what's up? If you were to, this is a stretch. Okay. 
Excuse me. That wasn't a stretch. Go for it. If if you were to take a different trajectory with your accountability for snaps this week, and and uh, count every single snap in this movie, mm-hmm. how no, many do you think you'd have? There's definitely a couple more that were just like Foley artists, like kind of <laughs> yes. like get, getting artists. after it, getting after. <laughs> what it a about bit in Hands Alone? Oh, oh, Ooh, so well, many. Oh, so many. Well, that's, I mean, the scene where he's getting tortured, basically. They're snapping. I mean, There's so many bones the being bone? snapped. Like 20, like 30, four scenes. How many that. hands are in the bone? That's a great question. I'm not quite I'm sure, saying. but uh, that's what I'm saying. there's well, a lot there. Think of that chisel. <laughs> Dr. Yeah, Flav. Chisel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Flav. Well, it's kind of like that Hugh torture scene from two weeks I, well, ago. That's what oh. I was just about to say. You know, Deadly Ground. Fuck, Brutal. that guy. What you should check you? that out, Max, if you haven't seen that scene. I oh, listened yeah. to he got the episode. Oh, it's, it's so yeah. good. We don't do it Honestly, justice talking really about we it. We do not it. do torturing this old man justice at all. <laughs> you you know? really need to hey, see you it with that? your own eyes. If there was ever a way to sway me into watching hey, a video hey, hey, about an old man getting tortured, hey, hey, you guys have done it. Listen to this. What is that? What is that? What is that? That's me knocking for our next segment. <laughs> what is that? I want to talk about some neeks. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. You want to talk Neeks, Flav? There were some Neeks in this movie. There was a lot talk of Neeks. I want to tie it into the Brady segment. That was a weird segue, I must say. Yeah, well, I really just wanted to tap on my mic stand. And... Isn't that cool? It just resonates through the, for our listeners who are like, Raj, I feel like you're in a really good that? mood. Is that true? Yeah. Is this like an oddly good mood? Where are your legs right now? Just physically. Wow. I can't believe that you folded yourself into such a position. <laughs> hey, man. Tell Vanique. All right. Speaking of folding yourself into such a position. Let me look at my notes here. Did anybody fold themselves into a crazy position? Oh, yeah. Okay. So a couple things I need to talk about. Um, Let's talk about the Neeks first, and then I'll go to the next thing. So, yeah. Yeah, that was the order that you told us we were going. Yeah. Well, so I want to talk about something that we've never addressed yet, but now that people are... 12 episodes in, they understand how I discuss sneaks. They understand the snaps and stuff a little bit more. So we can get into this. As we as we get deeper into the podcast, we can build more on these things. You know what I mean? So, more on? Sorry. Go right ahead. So snaps can occur in not just one way. What I mean is that you can break one joint, say a shoulder mm-hmm. or an elbow, yeah. in multiple ways. Okay. So sometimes when a joint is snapped... It's snapped in one way, and you can still crank it in another way and have it snap in a different way. So the shoulder, there's actually three ways to break a shoulder. There's three directions you can cause a rip. So okay. if you rip it once, you can rip it two more times, as my sensei. Sure. Shout out. To sensei Theodoru. Love you, Sensei. Love you, Kudoba. Love you, Kudoba. Come visit us in Love Watertown. You, um, so what I, why I wanted to talk that is um, when Smitty was talking about there's a, that scene where he semi-snaps his wrist and then he, the guy keeps using it, obviously. Like, we talked about that before, how, like, people don't really do that very well in movies. They keep using a limb that should have been snapped or whatever. Right. But after that, he does a shoulder, mm-hmm. and you hear two distinct snaps. You hear him snap it once, and then there's, like, a scene of him controlling the shoulder, and he snaps it again. So, t- to clarify that, that does count as two separate snaps because you're breaking the shoulder in two different directions. So, you're saying we could be even higher on the, the snap. No, I count. think Smitty counted it as two. Well, do you want to... So, which shoulder do you want to do it to on me? Uh, I'll do it on your left... Or your right shoulder. So, okay, my yeah. left side. This is a little bit beefier. This has my better tattoos. Yeah. So, essentially, it's butt. like your chicken wing. Like, imagine, like, when you were a kid on the playground and, yeah. like, your chicken, chicken wing somebody, but, like, you're doing okay, it from yeah, the yeah, front, yeah. essentially. Okay, yeah. And then you're torquing the hand back. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, it's like, imagine you're trying to, like, reach back and scratch yourself mm-hmm. in the back, but, like, somebody's forcing that on you. And oh, now you're just yeah. going to wrench it a little bit, and then... 
Oh, sorry. Oh, you said you could do it two more ways. Yeah, so the other way is... I, I want to see it happen. So that, that way is a direct upbreak. Now, if you angle it more okay. outwards, yeah. that's going to offer a different angle of torque. Oh. So... Okay, that was cathartic in a way. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. And and hold on, you got one more way to go. Oh boy, do you really yeah. want this? Okay. Yeah, I do. I do. We're here. We're here to get serious about Seagal, Okay. All right, we're gonna take it straight down and into your other shoulder. Basically, at this point, we're gonna okay. We go oh, from a chicken wind to straighten the oh arm God. out and just cranking it oh, one last the way here. Is and through the f- oh, 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 oh. oh happy like you birthday! Fucking shattered it. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. One, of the, one of the things that I also want to talk about before I go into a f- full freak mode on his protege is... Um, <laughs> You're going to go into full freak mode? Oh, yeah. Can you tell us when that happens? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is there was a really cool uh, move that actually the protege uses, which is straight out of our brown belt list. It's a sweeping block into a rear naked choke. So basically the guy... Mm-hmm. Sweeps his hand out. It's a straight punch coming at him. He sweeps it out of the way. He takes his back and chokes him outstanding, which is pretty cool. Um, so, but what I want to freak out about is, dude, do it. this guy is definitely, I call this from like a long time ago. He definitely is a Van Damme. I don't want to say wannabe because the connotations are negative here. He has really great kicks. This guy's all about his kicks. And from the very first minute, he makes it obvious he wants us to know he's a kicker. And you're, like, you're I talking th- about Hurst right oh, here. Oh, absolutely. I'm talking about the protege right Who, now. Who's showing off some serious moves. Oh, in my this goodness. Movie. All about the kicks. And then, I, of course, I looked up his background, Taekwondo, Hapkido, and then some other ridiculous art that I don't know about. Hapkidoba. Yeah, nice. right? Hey, sponsored by Qdoba. Love you guys. I'm actually going to come get some food tomorrow night after jiu-jitsu. So. Pepsi, Coke, Scent of Action by, C- by Steven Seagal. Wendy's, quit giving me soggy nugs. <laughs> Punk-ass bitch. Are those all the, the neeks you have? No. So uh, I was going to say that <laughs> I'm, I'm going to continue with that by saying that with those kicks and stuff, it's interesting because... Obviously, this guy is like a Van Damme protege almost, but he's in a Seagal movie, and you know how Seagal feels about Van Damme. Not very good. Um, so, Right. Go watch uh, Steven Seagal's 1991 interview with Arsenio Hall on the Arsenio Hall show. It's on our Facebook page. It's on our Facebook page. We are uh, Seriously Seagal on Facebook at Seriously Seagal on so Twitter. So it's just interesting that Seagal wouldn't be like, hey, man, I don't want you using well, Can kids. we reenact? Um, actually, I'll be Arsenio. You'll be Seagal. Sure. So you know about other action stars, right? Well, okay, Steven. What about uh, Van Damme? <laughs> you know Van Damme. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> Surely you know his work. Yeah. <laughs> and Steven will not give any credit yeah. to Van Damme. And he says, can we change the subject, please? And then actually he's like, what do you think about Van Damme's Marshall? And he's like, you know, some may, uh, you know, there's a difference in opinions on... Whether all of his credentials, if he won those competitions or not. If he's, I'm like, man, come on. Dude. And the audience goes, goes ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, for Steven Seagal, that is going from zero to 100 real fast. Yes. It is him abstaining six times and from talking really about sad, him. And I, then him calling him a bitch. <laughs> I yes. really wanted Seagal and Van Damme to team up in a movie together, just like these two did. I, I wish that would have been Van Damme instead of this fucking guy. Are they a P-Bear and the Brown Man, Seagal and Van Damme? Like a lost P-Bear and the Brown Man that we never got? Uh, yeah. Who's who? Thinking. I think thinking. you would be Van Damme. I would be Van I agree. Damme. That's an upset. For, I'm, I agree. I'm surprised. <laughs> no, you'd be Van Damme. Your roots are too similar to Skull Rush. Yeah. 
Um, do you want to hit some some faves while you're at it? Do you want to double down here? Yeah. What? Let's do it. We were just talking Neeks. Let's talk some faves. Right, talk about the best it. one-liners of the movie. There's a bear. It's a picture oh of a bear. God. Guys, we are blasting through Did, segments. Wasn't there a bear? It. Wasn't there a bear thing today? I sent you pictures of bears today. No, no the character Bear Claw. Do you remember that? For oh, a second? Bear Claw. And there's also uh, Oso. No name. It, Oso is Bear, bear Claw. No Spanish. name. That was Oso, me and you. Oso. Oso. So, he so was Danny bear Trejo claw. is is Bear. Also, who the hell was Constantine? I don't know. Nobody knows. What the fuck? That was the dude who got kneecapped at the end. Right, uh, but who? You mean Keanu Reeves? Donnie yeah. Wahlberg. <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg. The Latino okay. Donnie Wahlberg. Right, it was Latino Donnie oh, Wahlberg. Oh, okay, okay. Who was John Wick? Dude, there's making a John Wick 2. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Oh, okay. I John Wick 2 is going to be great. I can't wait. Guys who want to see good neeks, go watch John Wick. There's some legit neeks in that is movie. Is that good? It's amazing. Is that Keanu Reeves? It's amazing. I was Keanu talking Reeves. shit. That is it Keanu is amazing, Reeves, right? dude. Have you seen The Matrix, Max? Dude, it What's isn't that? like The Matrix. The, the, that movie is really good. Like Matrix 1 is good, but it's not like... it's it's a, John Wick is a fucking great you movie. You put John Wick above Matrix? Yes. Ooh. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> One of your faves. Guys, it's... Uh, no hesitation. Um, so, obviously, one of my faves is... Well, we started off with this uh, this podcast with, in, ca- in case you were wondering. Yeah, put some context to what I just I said at the beginning because people might be people might be upset putting their kids to bed, that kind of thing, when they hear that kind of an intro. I would be. To a pod- yeah, Smitty puts all 12 of his kids to yeah. bed. <laughs> That's awesome. Just a, a shot of whiskey. Yeah, so <laughs> the context is Guess that... fall asleep quicker. The context is that some floozy just wandered into our podcast room and Pieber told her... Didn't I fuck you last week? Quit wasting my dick time. <laughs> and then she left. My dick time. And it happened to get caught during the opening part of our segment. So thanks, you stupid whore. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, just kidding. All right. We love all the floozies that come by the VB Manor. Um, <laughs> no, this was actually Seagal sitting with... Uh, or no, sorry. Um, Ving Rames. Ving Rames sitting in a club. The ice With man. some random beautiful woman on his lap. And then partway through her little lap dance, he looks at her and he's like, wait a minute. Didn't I fuck you last week? Quit wasting my dick time. Yeah, Which classic. makes me just believe that all he's all about the strange. Wasn't he in prison for years go- leading into this movie? Did you see that man in prison? He was living fine. He was, he was, he was smoking, smoking cigars. He got to in, fuck all cell. the dudes he that he wanted. He was fucking all the dudes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was... <laughs> yeah. Bump it. You, <laughs> there was no... Fe- he had no fear of bending over in the shower. There, no. There's nobody big... Like, who's... Who like what? What's gonna happen to him? I, I do want to see uh, see Come a scene on. of Ving Rams smoking a cigarillo in the shower and dropping the soap constantly. And just <laughs> he going, probably what? has his own what? shower, <laughs> calling people bitches yeah. the whole movie. Yeah, he um, gets to shower alone. That's how much privileges he gets. he had it nice in that prison. Yes, he did. Yeah. So next uh, line of that. So let me let me be clear with the guys. There's a lot of good lines in this, but they're not. I was saying they're not one liners. They're long liners. Mm-hmm. I could not just write them all down. But I'll give you some good ones that are a little bit less uh, lengthy. One comes at the very beginning where we're establishing Alexander's dominance, obviously. <laughs> obviously. And he's dealing with um, Sasha. And he basically throws a knife in front of him. And this guy's a traitor of some sort. And he says, all it takes is one dumb motherfucker <laughs> to try and tear this all down. You broke the code, Sasha. You a motherfucking rat. <laughs> Then shortly after he just murders this guy, he says, shit, that motherfucker got me all dirty. Look at this shit. 
<laughs> it was like great. You're, Literally you're the first black. scene. I don't really know if people can tell the dirt. You're wearing black, but all right. Okay. All right just, yeah. just and they're looking at your crazy, crazy <laughs> mug. <laughs> they're looking at the unnecessary violence when we could just murder this guy another way and save us some time. But um, this is also another one that uh, I thought was, it's okay. You know, people might have different opinions on this, but I thought it was pretty good. Tweet us at Seriously Seagal your opinion about this <laughs> quote. It's when Hearst realizes that he's screwed and that he's going to get punished by Alexander. And Alexander is looking at him for messing up the job. And he says, you know, in the meantime, I can't have you missing no mark. In the meantime, I can't be embarrassed by my business associates. For now, you retired. Ooh, yes. So it was pretty, you know. Sealing the fate of Hutch. In that moment, <laughs> it was pretty tough. Hutch. What else you got? These are great one-liners, Flip. <laughs> yep, I got two more. I got two more for you. All right. And this next one is from our favorite Danny Trejo. Let me get into my Danny Trejo here. Goes, Man, I done worse <laughs> shit in an afternoon than those putas could do to me in a lifetime. <laughs> two white gangsters coming from my white girl? Nah, too bad for them. A bang up Danny Trejo. That was really good. That was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That that was when he felt very cocky after they saved, well, Steven and that other dude saved everybody in the diner and he just shot this one guy and they're like, we got to keep Karen safe. He was pulling a serious Keith David and yeah, like showing really up did. at the very, end, the very end with the shotgun. And did somebody say, Keith, da- Keith get out of here, man. Keith, you missed your segment. Over, get so out of here. Up, chill out, bro. Um, so so bro. my last one liner is. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. That's right. It goes to Frank Mir for being in this movie the whole time and not saying a single line. Who is Frank Mir? Frank Mir is the ex-UFC heavyweight champion, a legend in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, tapped out Brock Lesnar, leg-locked him. He is a champion. This man is in this movie as Steven Seagal's silent bodyguard yeah, he does not say a word. <laughs> even when he's even when Seagal gives him an instruction, he doesn't even say okay, boss, or all right, or any, he walks out silently. And then I was like, maybe he'll have like this epic. Even Matt was like, or P Bear was like, you know, maybe he'll have this epic battle with somebody. No, he gets shot in front of the house by yeah. like some random dudes in a van. Like what? Like they were coming up to kill Alexander. They just shot him. Mur- I was like. How but, broke are you, Frank? Why Why would you do this? His line readings were that much worse than Steven Seagal's he, and he couldn't be, he he couldn't be part of the have, scene. I mean, what was happening? We really enjoyed pretending that he was Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, though. Frank Rob Gronkowski <laughs> Mir. Because he had the same look on his face that Gronk has when he talks to the media of like, I can't believe I'm getting away with this right now. I, I'm not supposed to be here. It was unbelievable. Was that supposed to be a cameo of sorts? Do you think? No, but he was in the whole thing. That was, was right. Great. Said, but you said he didn't talk. You got super jazzed up about him. Excuse me, being around, dude. It's Frank Mir, former heavyweight champion. Like Dave if Mera? it was like one or tapped out Brock Lesnar. Yeah, with a leg lock. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Um, you would think that it's, if it was a cameo, was like they would give him a fight. Scenes, whatever. Yeah, exactly. But right, this right. was like he was consistently like walking around, like he was in scenes, just silently standing there, like taking up his time. I think but the motivation for that cameo lines. was specifically to cause this emotion in people who would understand. This is who crazy. That is. Wait, but they didn't let him talk. <laughs> <laughs> All the Frank Mir heads it's out there. Just Yo, terrible talk. Yeah, <laughs> Kona, if you're listening, give us a shout. You know what I'm talking about. Those MMA maniacs, they know what's up. MMA maniacs. They know what's up. 
Uh, not bad for a cripple. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's probably my favorite line no. of the movie. Can what? I throw one? Sure, yeah. go. Max, you got some liners? I got one. You have okay. flaves so, of fave? What? Towards, what's that? <laughs> towards the end of the movie. And yeah, I'm skipping ahead. Yeah, go. Yeah, you're skipping ahead. You're the bad boy of the upstairs. Go for it. I kind of do it. what I want. Give, give, my room give, smells give, great. So, uh, Seagal tries to buy himself out at some point. I'm sure we'll get to it. But he... It's a it's a pretty it's a pretty bold move for him to go to his rival who is trying to take over all of his things. He approaches Ving Rhames and says, "Listen, man, we don't want war. I want out. Mm-hmm. Give me a little severance package. I'll get out of here. I'll go back to the dirty things I was doing before yeah. this movie started." Which, as we now know, are the hills of Thailand. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, the uh, streets of Bangkok. Keith, dude, come on, man. <laughs> oh, and uh, he starts talking about a lot about. You know, if if he's an, if Ving Rhames is an honorable man, and if he's and if he's he can show respect, yeah, then that's you know that's what it's all about, bro. Yeah. Listen, Marcellus, it's about respect, mm-hmm. you know. And then to which to which he very respectfully replies, "Chitty chitty bang bang, Crips and Fangs, baby." <laughs> yeah, I, that was a great response. This is a businessman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's, we know this because he's had 13 fucking no, meetings. You know, that's, yeah. you know, so, many so many meetings. It's because you're, you're saying, like, if you, if you say it like him, you'll understand. Like, Let's hear it, man. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. <laughs> and then you have some things. There you go. <laughs> baby. See? Doesn't it make baby. sense now? Baby. Don't baby. you fucking baby me, Raj. We 6 0. He babies everybody. <laughs> the, the we 6 0. This our neighborhood. <laughs> oh, God. This our neighborhood. Let me hear you say it, P Bear. Do you ever think this he gets. This our neighborhood. This is our neighborhood. Oh, he okay. said that about <laughs> 15 times in this movie. They own think, that whole city. Do you think he ever gets like, you know, when he has to like give his ID somewhere? You ever just viscerally like, and who are you again? Mm-hmm. The six zero. <laughs> I'm ice. I didn't ask your height, sir. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Is it height? He it's is not six height. feet tall. Everybody, that's how no, they identify. Definitely each other. not six feet. Tall. Some of my faves from this movie, mm. and this is also an overcooked egg. Okay, um, is. People talking about Seagal's character when he's off screen with such enormous reverence mm. that we are—he's given credibility even when he's not on the screen because okay. he's not there too often. Um, people saying, like, I believe Karen, the lovely Polish love interest, uh, not sure. so lovely, who Seagal definitely picked up on Twitter. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and they yeah. gave a role My, in this or movie. MySpace. Yeah, he picked her up on MySpace, <laughs> the MySpace girl. in like 2011. Um, Good morning. <laughs> uh, she's attacked by those thugs after those. Another group of thugs attacks Danny Trejo in the back of the bar. This okay. other crew runs so up front of the bar. Eggs. Thugs I'll attacking thugs. Um, this hey, is Danny, the w- why are you taking out so much trash? <laughs> <laughs> Stop taking out trash, Danny. Just my secret sauce, man. We always hear your door opening and closing and opening and closing. What the fuck, man? Trying to sleep. Put it in the trash cans. You she can says, use your hands. It starts with Mr. Alexander and it ends with don't even think about it. Like, Mr. Alexander is just such a hard, a hard badass that we yeah. shouldn't even consider this. Yet nobody gives him any fucking respect when they're in the room with him. Yeah, that's true. No, everybody treats him like they're so above him and they're shitting their pants behind his back. Yeah. If Mr. Alexander says no, I gotta eat it. <laughs> I didn't get just like... Like a dick? It, yeah, maybe. I think, I think Dante said that at one point. Yeah. I was very confused about who. Which one's Dante? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Remember when the the Hispanic dude who plays every Mexican gangbanger in every TV show and is on Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad Connection number Breaking Bad 12 connection or something. Number. 
Um, he's hanging out with that that Viking, uh, the Viking guy, the cowboy guy. Oh yeah, the, do you remember that yeah, scene? Yeah, uh, I no. confuse cowboys and Vikings. I conflate Wait, them in my who? head a little what? bit. They're do- it's the scene that's from the trailer of this movie. And if you guys don't watch this movie, we really recommend that you watch. At least check out the trailer. Just check out the trailer for Force of Execution because it is ridiculous. There's a scene where Hutch is hanging around back of some drug yeah, deal, but what cat- and, and the dude from Breaking Bad oh, just says, right. "Oh yeah, I don't know that guy." Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Do the you remember how awkward? that scene was but who's a cowboy very strange there's a cowboy dude part of the drug deal oh okay it was just a a weird collection of characters and the most yeah no i I remember he was wearing like that face painting mask or whatever and why was he there? Dude, why he's was just wandering around this whole movie aimlessly. Like, why doesn't this guy have a job or something? Like, yeah, how, how, he keeps you got your to, hands broken, and now you just like give up on your entire life. Like, what is wrong? He with keeps you, trying dude? to kill himself with a gun, and one of the the storylines. Yeah, his fingers on, don't man. work. Is that his fingers don't work, so he can't shoot the gun? <laughs> Although he does definitely use his fingers in between in, in between all these these moments. Yeah. But oh, Ra- shoot! Wait, sorry, not to interrupt, but we forgot to talk about it in the techniques. Remind me to come back to it when you're done. About the the arm breaks. Well, all I wanted to point is out is that you were rooting for him to kill himself the entire movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You'd fucking do it. Go go um, ahead, Raj. No, what you I was got? gonna say in the first sequence. This, so this ties into the Neeks. His hand was supposedly broken, but he was using kind of his hands to like block and stuff. So it wasn't that well done. But in the second sequence, he used a lot of what we call cover blocks. A lot of like blocks that aren't with like your forearm and hands, but more you're just kind of like a. You'll see sort of like boxers do this, where it's almost like you're. Like, imagine, like, you're combing your hair, right? So, like, the tip of your elbow kind of, like, meets your hand and, like, you're covering up. So, sure. you protect yourself from hooks and stuff, and that's less of your hands. Also, he was using, offensively, a lot more elbows and kind of just, like, um, getting in more so he can wrap up arms using his upper fore, you know, his um, bicep, tricep area more than right. his actual hands, fingers, per se. So, they did a better job of that in the second fight sequence, I think, after showing him in the first... First one where he's saving Danny Trey when he kind of does use his hands. His style is very much different from even a young Seagal's of sure. say twenty. He plus looks years like Van Damme. He look. Go watch Universal Soldier. Go watch any of those old movies. Well, I already have a date with Max at some point to watch Bloodsport. <laughs> best, best movie ever. Bloodsport. He spent so much oh time focusing Danny Trejo in that first example of a drunken non-hand combat. Mm-hmm. Danny Trejo spent so much time forcefully speaking about how he is not using his hands. Right. Hey, man. Hey, excuse me. Let yeah. me use the voice. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> you just did all that not using your hands. That's fucking crazy. He used his elbows. Yeah. yeah he he used his fucking feet while his body was flying through the air. Yeah, like, you can still get <laughs> in and wrap You didn't use your up. hands when you were doing that. Not like, hey, dude, thanks. Yeah. I was just trying to take out yeah, this trash. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, if you're close like, to somebody, you can still wrap their arms up with your arm and not use your hand, per se. No, we believe that he d- didn't use his hands. It's just a ridiculous conceit. No, 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 no. I'm <laughs> saying that, like, they should have done a better job showing more other They should have done a better jo- job on Danny Trejo's dialogue. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thanks, <laughs> like, thanks then he walks that, away and he calls him a cripple. Yeah, yeah. You don't call <laughs> yeah, people who get flying cripple. roundhouse yeah. kicks. You don't call those dudes cripples. Also, thanks. You call them heroes. <laughs> and then he feels so bad that he goes immediately home and tries to kill himself again <laughs> and misses. <laughs> Maybe that's because Danny Trejo should have brought him a lasagna. <laughs> oh, that sounds really good. Right? What about we have more trash bags <laughs> from the leftover ingredients that you to throw away. The scene where Seagal was holding that iPhone was also one of the most uncomfortable like it, things I've ever like witnessed in my life. Like it was a hot cookie? Yeah. He, yeah. Like he, he was yeah. a kid who had just been given a hot cookie yeah. and been told, like, don't eat it just yet. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. kind of yeah. handling it. <laughs> Maybe if I do a little bubble. Maybe if I just <laughs> talk to my mom and be pissed at I her. have an idea of what he was going for in that. What is it? But failed. 
You know how like sometimes like bosses and like you'll see in like movies that like certain people will like talk with like the speakerphone and they'll hold a phone to their mouth but like not put it up to their ear and you and like it's like for everybody to listen to. I think he was going for that, but he doesn't have his hands are too big to like hold a phone like that with one hand, so he had to like hold it with two hands to like imitate that, but he couldn't do it. I think it's because he's never touched an iPhone in his I, life. No, it was like he was an alien who was just zapped down onto Earth. Yeah. yeah. You know, but like, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about, right? Yeah. Some no, for sure. They like hold no, absolutely. Phone, like, he's just, and just like awkward so hand like, position. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I think it was, I think it was, I think that's what they were trying to tell him. Like, yeah, no, it's like, it's yes. like if you, you know how, Stephen, you remember how like back in the 90s, people used to bring <laughs> hold, ha- their hands to their head for telephones? This is a telephone. What is this so-called Ip hone. Yeah. <laughs> you speak of. Can you please get me some Sharpie to fill in my hairline? <laughs> this isn't a telephone. Telephones have cords. I need the grease pan. <laughs> um, okay. Jesus Christ. Hey, you uh, know what? I'm feeling a little cold over here. Can we... Uh, yeah, me too, dude. Can we warm up a little bit, Smitty? Yeah, can you take us to somewhere it. warm? Hop on that train. Chew, chew. Go with Two. The... The island, the island of alternate endings. Of alternate endings, brother. Hey, boy. <laughs> Welcome guys, back, brother. Who I didn't be bring this any man sun- you bring with you, boy? I Introduce didn't bring any yourself. sunscreen, you guys. Introduce yourself. You don't need no sunscreen. You don't burn here. <laughs> it's a beautiful place on the island, Max. The Welcome. sun is just right. Wait, you mean it's warm here, but you don't burn? My yeah, God, this is the greatest land I've ever seen. <laughs> this is the island of alternate endings, boy. Give me your alternate ending, son. Oh, by the way, Max, this is Screwface. Screwface, Hello, this is Max. That is, okay. I don't get that. Screwface has He's four from a eyes and golf two film. heads. Okay. Yeah. And, and six dicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my alternate ending. A lot of pubes. <laughs> my alternate ending is the one I think Raj was going to predict <laughs> the first time Danny Trejo met okay, Hutch. Okay, let's see. And I think it was that. Uh, oh, I, I'm pretty sure this. it was that uh, Danny Trejo was taught uh, martial arts by Hutch after he beat the shit out of those dudes, and then Danny Trejo and he kicked ass together. Oh, forever. that would have been Success. great. I'm, I'm glad you went that way. That could have well been mine. Wait, so hold on. The, the, wow. I just want to understand okay. this premise. The idea is that that's a really good one. Hutch then trains Danny Trejo yeah. to fight yeah, because dude. they weren't giving each other the time of day when he was walking by, and he he was giving Danny Trejo shit about taking out the trash incorrectly. Right. Put it in the can. <laughs> Fucking put it in the can. You there, work. There is a, an uplifting scene where they take out garbage together. <laughs> that was the sec- was that so that was right after the it's fight. It's funny yeah. though that your alternate ending is from there because my alternate ending does start there. Yeah, but it goes in a completely I different to direction. Snipe you when this happened and try to predict. Uh, undermine you. I I thought maybe because we looked at each other, I thought maybe you'd have yeah. done it. So my alternate I ending it. is you know that secret box that he was pretending uh, pr- protecting there, where we later find out it's scorpions. Scorpions. My alternate ending Tortuga. is that Danny Trejo reveals that in the box he has some insane like hash weed mix from Mexico. <laughs> and they get super blazed and decide to go into business moving product for Seagal into Mexico. Okay, kind of like doing karate together. And then together. Seagal is so pleased that Trejo and Seagal to just drink tequila like Urban Justice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's revealed that they actually do remember each other the whole time. We were talking about how when they meet each other, it would have been great if they broke the fourth wall and Danny Trejo said, I haven't seen you since Urban Justice, man. Meanwhile, <laughs> Ving Rames is like, what the fuck is going on? I, blah, blah. So he goes and tries to launch this attack. <laughs> Killer Ving Rames impression. I like that your Ving Rames impression is, um, is as on point as your Danny Trejo impression. <laughs> he goes to kill Trejo and Seagal, 
Little does he know, he walks in, smokes this Trejo mix. <laughs> all three of them are shooting tequila. There's bitches all around. Seagal's women, Trejo's women, Rams's bitches that he's already fucked. He doesn't have time for. It's Just amazing. Don't waste my dick time. And then cut to a lone shot of the Ooh. protege uh-huh. with his like semi-crippled hands still moving product, but now not getting any help from uh, any of the people anymore. I like to imagine that he's, he tries to jerk off at one point, but his hand is broken, so he can't do it. So then he goes for the gun. Uh, yeah. He can't do that. Oh, so he tries to jerk gun. off. You're speaking to that. somebody that had a left sh- shoulder surgery and was out for six months. Oh, no, Raj. And by out, do you mean could not masturbate? Oh, boy. I could move this hand for 13 weeks, bro. You have two hands, by the way. I know. <laughs> Lefty's my gal. It's the yeah. I was hoping thing. people would tweet in and say that <laughs> snarkily, and then I would reply to them. <laughs> they still will. Yeah. Still tweet in at us. Uh, at seriously, you still got your right arm to jerk off with. Hey, I didn't need to. I used to just bang chicks. <laughs> All right, used to. <laughs> Mr. Smitty, what's yeah, your alternative? It's a little dry I love these days. It. <laughs> it's been a little dry. So um, I would have to say, movie plays out like it like it does. So we're in the final battle scene. Okay. Right? Okay. You take the movie to the to the conclusion. Uh, uh, no, not necessarily, <laughs> but impressive. this is just my alternate ending. <laughs> Very impressive. Okay. Alternate ending. Okay. Okay. So, uh, we're in the final battle scene. Everyone's dying. Uh, Seagal, <laughs> Treha, uh, Seagal, and uh, Ving Rhames uh, face off. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow, I don't know by which method, but they both end up killing each other. Okay. Seagal's like dying words. He leaves his business to Hutch, okay. or or her. What, what's his real name? I always forget. Mike <laughs> Hurst. <laughs> Hurst. All right, so he leaves that. But okay. Ooh, wait a second. Twist. Seagal and Ra- Ving Rhames didn't die. They were actually gay lovers and wanted to get out of the oh, business together. That's pretty so good. they faked their own deaths and are now just chilling oh. in Thailand together. Damn, dude, that's sexy. I like it. <laughs> are they wearing sunglasses? Of course. Are they saying I could get used to this? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I've had a prediction off your prediction when I didn't think they were gonna come back of how they killed each other, which was you know how we'd see a lot of the younger cats in this movie meeting Wait. each other in the air with crazy kicks. Right, yeah, right. I thought it was going to oh. be that those dudes tried to, <laughs> and they tore their hernias until they bled to death. <laughs> oh, no. What if they scissored each other and like hit, oh, hit yeah. testicles? And uh, that's hard oh, to do. They could timbers. fake that same injury and still have run off together as gay lovers. It's true. Which would be amazing. Which would be a really good movie. I believe season six of The Sopranos was, bra- was based on this. Is uh, the, are this the film. prequels of this movie them hanging out together and finding love? Oh my God, that would be so great. Going to summer camp together. Kids, starts, starts not realizing it's each other later on. <laughs> yeah, they're at so- <laughs> it starts with a flashback to Steven Seagal and Ving Rhames at summer camp as boys, but enough- they're still played by Steven Seagal and yep. Ving Rhames. <laughs> <laughs> there were enough flashbacks to like three minutes prior to the in- inside of this movie. Such an overcooked egg with the flashbacks in this yeah. movie. That yep. you, they, they certainly could do that in the prequel. It will make more sense than these flashbacks. It's very uh, true, very true. <laughs> I was, my alternate endings were that um, when they have the meeting where Seagal suggests the buyout that he can get out, Ving Rhames offers him the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yes. And then we just start watching Pulp Fiction in, instead of this shitty-ass That's movie. Amazing. Sorry, Stephen, I love That's you. amazing. That's um, amazing. That would be a vast improvement. But it might not be as good as the ending to this movie. 
uh, when Ving Rhames and his elite crack squadron of crack, oh crackheads attack. Yep. Uh, we didn't talk about young Bill Duke, his his right hand man. We haven't. You mean a young? It's pretty forgettable. Uh, though. Jerry Rice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jerry. Dude who Jerry. starts the movie grabbing his junk in a prison outfit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, yeah, yeah. I had a real quick something about him. Just yeah, go right you, ahead. You throw your yeah, do it. You're the ending. Find this, this thing, dude. Next. This dude was the perfect shitbag right hand man. He was really good. They gave him such uh, a cold open with his garbage attitude. Grabbing his junk. Yeah, he's, being, a, he's a big crab apple. It started, <laughs> he was a real crab apple. <laughs> Hashtag crab apple. Yeah, I don't know. And he was, uh, everybody in this movie used a 1911 gun. And he was the only guy who used a Glock. And it's just kind of like. He held it very lazily, if I recall. I mean, so did Seagal. Very so. so yes, Seagal was yes. blinking while he, he was, was shooting and not looking anywhere. He was switching arms like a champion. Yep. That's what mean. They were both doing the two, the two guns thing. They're like, I look young and fresh. I have two guns. <sighs> Steven Seagal. His, his gun behavior is reprehensible. Sorry. sorry. Wasn't Two Guns a movie with Mark Wahlberg and Denzel Washington? Oh, yeah, baby. Nice. I believe so. Hey, also a little bit of random fact. Magic Johnson, 325 three-pointers in his entire career. Yeah, Steph Curry, three hundred twenty-six three-pointers this, this season. year. Yeah, That's pretty crazy. Insane. This is sports. We're right? getting seriously Steph We're right now. Seriously, Holy Steph shit, dude. Curry. Max from downtown. Do you have anything more about that? That no, young man. You he can was... go on with the ending of this. Movie. From downtown, the ending of this movie was Woo. great. Uh, Ving Rhames attacks Seagal's mansion yep. again. We are watching a drug lord being attacked and defending his home. And that is the movie. Um, so Scarface. Hey, man, it's better yeah. than Black Mass where we just saw fucking Johnny Depp go around just murdering people. And <laughs> I, that's what I do for two hours. Like, all right, great. Uh, glad I just watched spoiler murder. Spoiler alerts for Black Mass. <laughs> glad Man. I just yes, watched spoilers. murder for Thanks. an hour and a half. Smitty and I haven't seen it. <laughs> no, I've no, seen it. He it's did with thanks. me. Thanks. It's same. not great. Don't do it. It's no, just it's murder not. for an hour. You want to go watch people get killed for an hour and a half? It's fucked up. All right, and I, not like this. I didn't we just watched a Seagal movie. I didn't want to hear. It was kind of fun way. It was just a shitty Can he finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? That's what we were asking of this movie. Can I finish? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can I finish? Yes, uh, that's what I said to her. Um, so <laughs> she was so like, "No." <laughs> Ving, Ving attacks with his crew this palace that Seagal lives in because he's a su successful drug lord. Yeah. Is he also Walter White, by the way? Because he is in New Mexico. He's a drug lord. What What is he selling? He's not a good guy. Um, just throwing that out there. Rhetorical. But he questions. is in the next movie. Really know what in the next selling, movie. Right? We he allude is. to the fact he that he might have been man. at one point. They say oh. maybe the good man isn't Seagal. I'm going to throw that out there. Oh, Spoiler alert. Shit, yeah, crew, been. make sure you watch the film A Good Man. Please don't do it. Um, <laughs> Ving Rhames hasn't seen it yet. Okay, yeah, we haven't even seen it yet. Karen is being held hostage. We care so much about Karen, right? Yeah, she really became a central focus to this movie. What did she have? She had nothing to do with the plot of this movie. She was blonde and cute, and that was it. She was great. Was she cute? Steven yeah, Seagal found her yeah. on Twitter. All right, okay. okay, so she's being held hostage by Ving Rhames. Seagal and Hutch are together finally. Hutch's hands feel great because Danny Trejo healed them with scorpion magic. Yeah. He was almost buried alive in the desert, but he killed uh, Rosencrantz and killed Did we Stern, talk about the scorpion magic it was, Yeah, we talked about how ludicrous it was, and Danny Trejo didn't even pretend to act like he so knew the, what he was doing. So let's talk about the science behind this real quick. They said yes. that... You mix the poison <laughs> from two different kinds of scorpions. Yep. Got to sting you in the right place. 
so they make him skinny with the bones, but then you have to re-crack the bones after a certain amount of time, letting hey, him suffer. Like when he looks like he's about to die from the poison, then you re-crack his bones because, and then you have to also keep him awake because the adrenaline will somehow cause the venom to come to his bones mm-hmm. and fix them really fast. And twice as strong. Yeah. It's science. Danny Trejo kept, <laughs> sa- kept saying stuff as That's if what he was got tra- for science. trying to say the exact opposite of what the dude wanted to hear. I kept picturing Danny Trejo being like, and then I have to eat ice cream because it won't, no, I mean, <laughs> it won't it was, work if he wasn't like, ridiculous goes and eating like, some ice cream. <laughs> the fact that they mixed the poisons and put it in and almost let him die were ridiculous enough. Then to add that next layer of having to re-break the bones, I was like, guys, wouldn't you just cut that out of the script? Be like, guys, this is, this is enough to put the scorpions and like, let them just... Then they're like, we gotta re-break your bones. Of this <laughs> yeah, it was. It that, was if it was, was a strong initial, scene, like, that would have made sense. But you're right. He like, he did. He was fumbling and like at first he'd come on confident and like we have to do this, and then he'd be like, yeah. He'd be like, I, think I, I guess. gotta break the bones. Like, why do that again? Like, everybody in this movie read their lines five minutes before they filmed the scene. It was. <laughs> Peter, this was definitely one of the ones where Treo was reading off, reading off of a card. The whole time, <laughs> just he's like, "Can I put this on your forehead?" Well, man? he's been he's admitted that he does that for most of his movies. Really, his schedule I, is so crazy. Definitely, you could you could so see his is, eyes scanning from huh, left to right. Th- okay. The first half of his lines before they gave him some substance, yes, were like one one actual one liners. Yeah, and it yeah, definitely a card. So he, he Hutch gets his mojo back in the desert. Kills those two bumbling dudes. Does he kill both those? Rides off on their motorbike. Yep. Uh, Seagal's mansion is being attacked still by Ving Rhames. Um, uh, Seagal uses a bomb to turn off the lights at one point, uh, which we, re- we really Like a enjoyed. mini EMP of some sort, I think. Um, there's some wall running. There's a lot of people jumping into walls and then trying to jump off the, the wall into other people. Seagal stands around quite a bit. His hair looks great. He is dressed as he is in the movie Sniper 2016, which we're all very excited about. Okay, so everyone's dead except Ving Rhames, who yep. has Karen at gunpoint. Yep. We love Karen. She's so important. Um, <laughs> he's her girl, man. He's Alexander's girl. Seagal... Is holding him at gunpoint in a, a classic showdown that we've probably seen at least half a dozen times at this point. And then the best part. And Vin Ra- Ving Rams is, is now, the drop is on him. Seagal and Hutch are, are, you know, after him. And he keeps going, how the hell do I get out of here? How the hell do I get out of here? How the hell do I get out of here? What is behind him, Flav? An exit sign. An exit sign. And a it's door. right there, bro. <laughs> That's directly under. It's not one of those exit signs that points like you got to walk further to the exit. No, it's literally above the door for the exit. And in fact, he, a few seconds later, gets shot through the exit door. And his body's laying like halfway out the exit. Did Keone Waxman not notice that? Or was, I, or was Ving Rhames that inept ultimately dude, at, at this the point end of, of the shooting? Trilogy? Keone's probably like, man, I can't, I can't anymore, dude. Just fucking shoot him out the. I thought, I thought that like it was in the frame for a purpose, and they were going to kind of acknowledge it, but they I didn't think even do just that. They do didn't even do that. But wait, the thing that baffled me the most is because so all right, so they shoot Ving Rhames. He's supposedly dead, right? Yeah. Yes. And everyone's <laughs> like, all right, we did a good job here. And then like the next thing we see is Hutch look back at where Ving Rhames was shot, and his body's gone. He's not there. He's not there. So do you think they planned a sequel, but then they but instead made it a prequel? <laughs> what? Yes. What? Not yes. even that, dude. Like Hutch has no reaction whatsoever. He just looks there. He's like, "Oh, okay," and then just like turns around and walks away. It's like Man, you don't even care that this guy just like got up and ran off. I like, want a Shawshank Redemption <laughs> ending where he goes down to Mexico to some scenic beach, <laughs> and Ving Rhames is working on a boat, <laughs> and uh, Hutch just hug. walks up. Yeah, and they hug, and it's like, "You son of a bitch!" And we're just like left wondering what. I mean, just the same as the rest of this movie. Oh my god! I, 
What do you I, got? I Go got. I got to think that that was the original intent that they or, or that sequel. they were going to do a sequel off this. Probably. And then somebody, I do think, P Bear, did say like, "Nah, man, let's Shawshank this," and then uh, <laughs> just leave it. And they yeah. said, "You know who we really need to know about is this Benny the Rat. Let's give him a prequel." Yeah, right. Let's lead up that character who, in the very beginning of the movie, gets sent in to be shot. Is that what we're gonna see? Oh, what, no. Think about what 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 is going to lead up the movie. What's I think a, a what good man is about movie? Benny the Rat. That's going to end off the John at least the closest one to it. About Alexander's like I think that guy, the I think the character Sasha is in one of those other movies. So okay, I think, I think a good the man is about time in the army, isn't it? The guy who got shot in the car. Right. No, he's obviously going to be a huge uh, stupid prequel. Dude, they obviously knew it was going to be touched on as a prequel later on. Did it have to be? How about this? No. This they, didn't have to be made at all. <laughs> it's true. But how about this? Maybe I thought they were going to get a sequel, and then Ving Rhames was like, I'm not fucking doing another of that movie Right, that's again. probably what it is, right? So they're like, let's do a prequel. And yeah, Ving Rhames was like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, He's yeah. not in the prequels, is he? No, I don't think so. Yeah, Who? Okay, okay. But maybe he makes a cool cameo appearance, and we don't know we about it. We can only hope so. This was uh, not amongst our favorite Seagal movies. Still, though... Not the worst. Love you, Steven Seagal. Please come on our podcast. We love your Instagram feed. We love that you follow only beautiful Polish women. Um, he looked dope in this movie. He looked great. Yeah, he was he great. He was movie. killing it in this movie. Come yep. on our podcast, Steven. Do you guys have any final thoughts? I have something I want to show you guys, actually. Do you have any thoughts about the movie, though? Or are we pretty much... Um... I, I do. I have nothing specific. Yeah, we'll right see, ahead. Once go you go, right yeah, let's give our guests the thoughts. Let's give our guests the thoughts. With 59 minutes left in this movie. Yep. <laughs> so not even halfway through. I think it's safe to say we hit a wall. Oh, yeah. It was the 11th meeting in, maybe? Yep. <laughs> uh, Marcellus Wallace was talking about you know people who we couldn't really keep up with. Uh it got so fucking, at, at one point, we all got so climactically bored out of our fucking minds. Yeah. Raj put the wrong end of the blunt in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> P-Bear started just reading the subtitles. Yeah, aloud as, the, as people were speaking was really annoying. Smitty, craziest of all, kept paying attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's wrong with that guy? <laughs> Oh, I'm pretty sick, guys. <laughs> he is ill right now. If you haven't He's noticed that already, I'm a sicko. <laughs> sick bastard. It was, but a, yeah, it, it was, was a tough watch. It was, it was, it was brutal. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's all. But and thanks you for joining my segment. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Keith, you were in the Dude, bathroom. We didn't man. skip your segment. We did it. You were just taking a shit, man. Yeah, that wasn't cool, Jesus. Keith. All right. Um, I just so, want to send send a yeah. big shout out uh, to my uh, my. I teach drums, and I have a drum student named William who is a big fan of ours. Willie, and he nice. came in today that's with awesome. with a candy what? dish that he had made, um, and it was full of Skittles. And he said you have to eat your way to the bottom. Um, and then see what's there. And it's an, <laughs> at the bottom of this candy dish is an engraving of Steven Dude, Seagal. Are uh, you that fucking he, kidding? He put me. in himself. Uh, and <laughs> is how did he serious? put that in there? Yeah, he is, he, yeah. Like he, he's. Dude, this is what, etched. This is yeah, etched he, in. he works on that kind of thing. He etched Dude. it in there. It's like Steven he literally Scott's did face. it himself. Dude. Yeah, it's pretty Holy great. That is so crazy. big. Big shout out to William. And it's like current day. Kid? He's a seventeen-year-old dude. He's, Thanks, he's, William. And this is like Seagal from this movie. Yeah, it's like present day Seagal. Favorite host. Who's his favorite host? Yeah, it's gotta he, be P Bear. Um, he was very no, surprised Smitty, that I was you. I was P Bear. He also said he went on our Twitter page and our Facebook, which I recommend all of you do. Seriously, Seagal, that's seriously Seagal. <laughs> and he said, "I'm very surprised Smitty has a beard." And the brown man, he's you love this brown man. He said the brown man is definitely a white guy. Yes, <laughs> yes, sir. 
Yes. Oh, so Willie. please feel free it. to send us fan art, anything That's like awesome. that. We love that. Thanks so well much. Well done, buddy. That was really cool. That Thanks, poll Will. is dope. So next time we are watching 2014's A Good Man. This is a prequel to the movie we just saw where after an illustrious special ops career ends in disaster, Alexander goes off the grid and attempts to lead a quiet life as a handyman at an apartment complex in Romania. But when one of his tenants and her family... <laughs> fall under the thumb of a local gangster, mm. he is dragged into an all-out war between rival Chinese and Russian gangs. Of course, oh. it's Eastern Europe. I can't wait. Uh, he Europe. loves making movies there. It's so cheap, and it's like a tax write-off they for him. They love something. him over there, too. Croatia yeah. pays you to film there. Yeah, they, they do. He, and he is a, he's a rock star in <laughs> Estonia. That whole area. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Max, do you have any plugs for us? Uh, I have a podcast. It's uh, it's like the Seriously Seagal of Coheed and Cambria. It's called Seriously Coheed and Cambria. Don't you even. <laughs> it's called Heater's Gonna Heed, and Heater's are gonna heed. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I, I get to talking about my favorite band with my buddy Craig. Craig. It's a real oh, Craig. Craig. <laughs> it's a really enjoyable show. I also want to throw out a plug for the Van Buren Family Roadshow, which will feature all of us. It's a variety music comedy stage show that is pretty freaking insane and it's coming to the davis square theater in somerville slumaville may 6th so come catch us live the, the host of seriously seagal live if you, you guys, want to see what these dudes look like and see what kind of facial hair they're sporting at that <laughs> given moment that's where you can do it it's the only it's way to true. do it <laughs> indeed do you guys have anything else uh I just want to shout oh, out to Qdoba, no. Wendy's, <laughs> Raj, Raj's Pepsi, usuals, Coke, you know. the deep in guys. What, yeah. what about Mazda? Mazda, dude, let me just say <laughs> really quick. Hey, for everyone listening, I got rear-ended yesterday on I-93 going like pretty decently fast. My Mazda 6 is a tank. I love it you guys up. at Mazda. It held up. It got a little dinged. Obviously, I'm not going to say it didn't have any damage, but for what I not honestly bad, thought though. going that fast, like how hard I got hit, I seriously thought it was going to be way worse. So Mazda 6, guys, it's a really solid car. Love you guys. We're if, a Mazda family. My parents have a Mazda 2, <laughs> different one, CX-5. If you're listening to this at the front desk of Mazda... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening to this <laughs> at the front desk of Mazda. <laughs> All right. On that note, make sure to watch A, a Good Man. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. Listen to our, all our episodes. And this has been Seriously Seagal. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks to be here, Max. Sorry for your condolences. Sorry for your condolences. Oh. Our target is a Chi-Com arms dealer. Okay, Ghost. Got eyes on. You're good to go. I will no look on the move. Stand down, target lock. No fire initiated. Call us the strike. Three, two. Two years ago, I was given an assignment. I got the terrorists, and the arms dealer got away. An unfinished mission. I've been tracking Chen through Asia. Killed all of his men. An unthinkable enemy. The money or the girl. An unstoppable soldier. I'm the one that's going to save your sister. And I'm the one that's going to kill Chen. I'm just a handyman. I work with saws, screwdrivers, hammers, simple stuff like that. No good deed goes unpunished. Steven Seagal. I'm hoping you're willing to die to save your family. Whatever it takes. A good man. You're nothing but a handyman. I will keep that in mind.
look for it on DVD.